Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. Um, the chef and the sheep thing. Did I ever explain that to you? Kind of. I have a better explanation. You're talking about your recipes? Well. Like the creator is the sheep, right? Or or is that the chef? That's the chef. The chef, okay. And the sheep is um, the non-creator, but Mm. the follower. Which is not a bad position in and of itself, but it's not the creator. Or not the doer. Got it. And um, there's, okay, so here's here's the updated version of that. Let's say you're talking about, there's a difference in how you talk about it when you're talking about different numbers of goals that you have. Mm -hmm. So if you have one goal, then if you're progressing toward that goal, you're taking steps toward that goal, then you're a chef. And if you're not, then you're a sheep. sheep. If you have multiple goals, then if you're progressing toward any one of your goals, you're a chef with respect to that goal, but a sheep with respect to the ones that you're not progressing toward. So you can be a chef and a sheep at the same time with respect to different goals. Got it. And then if you look at the set of all possible goals, then the ones you have, the things you're pursuing, are minimal when compared to the infinity of all possible goals. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, you're always a sheep because you always have, well, most people have a finite number of goals but there's an infinite number of goals that you could have that you don't. Yeah. So if you're talking about one, it's chef sheep. If you're talking about multiple, it's chef with respect to A or sheep with respect to B. And if you're talking about an infinite number of goals and you're comparing what you have to everyone else or to everything that's out there, mm-hmm. you're a sheep with respect to all of the goals that are out there. Okay. Yeah. That makes so, sense. I usually wear the sheep stuff. So this is the sheep sweater, and it's because it's from the infinite goals perspective. Mm-hmm. But um, the one most people are familiar with is the one goal perspective where you're either a chef or a sheep. Yeah. And one of you is, you know, moving closer toward a goal, the other one's not. Yeah. But okay. anyhow, that's the basis of that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, for, I always see the, the sheep. Uh, logos on your on your merch you know yeah and so it's confusing why i would have the sheep if yeah. i could just have the chef right yeah it's because it's the infinite goals perspective where okay. no matter what you're doing there's so much more that you could do that what you're doing is always going to be completely crushed by all the stuff that you could have done mm-hmm. so it's just an awareness it's kind of a humility thing anyhow what are we talking about? The music. <laughs> there's the music. There's a way that I could um, play music, but I didn't bring my computer. What so, are you trying to play? Uh, the ones that you brought up. Mapping. I oh, haven't mapping? heard that in when it, the fucking worth it. I haven't <laughs> heard that in a while. Yeah, my top. Like I said, my top three are um, mapping, finite, and. Uh, three bops and two thoughts. Yeah, yeah. that's those, a whole different. Generation. Those are my top three. Which way? Which one do you want me to play? Um, no. What I was gonna say oh. is the newest generation of music is uh, eight verses, uh-huh. but before that is Young Davy and Weak yeah. Sheep. Young Davy and Weak Sheep. But basically, all the old stuff is on SoundCloud, and all the new stuff is on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So and Apple Music and a bunch of other things too, but. Yeah, I know that these headphones or these microphones are hella dusty. No, you're good. You're good. As long as it works, <laughs> all that matters. Yeah. 
Anyhow. Yeah, the next time I do something with you, I'll definitely have to hook it up so we could play music on here because that seems like a lot of what we're going to be discussing mm-hmm. is like, what's the newest music? <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean, like I said, I just, <clears throat> on my spare time, I just pretty much uh, listen to other people's music, not just like popular artists that are well-known, like local artists that no one has ever heard of, you know? Yeah. Like, like I have friends and I have... Um, concerts i went to that i was like damn i I need to check all their songs you know so i think for yours it was uh, there was just one day you know there's one day where i'm just not doing nothing i was like you know what like i have a list of music i've listened to you know i've I've built the wonder have um, a samurai sam ruckus have jay loray um oh yeah jay loray that's how you say his name i thought it was jay lorry i say jay loray i could could be both you never know but um yeah jay loray and then uh you know, I had combis too because he makes beats. Um, I had Ape. Ape's music is so good. Um, it is. So good. And um, <clears throat> yeah, just people I just seen live and I was like, damn, I got to listen to their music. Even though they don't go on tour no more because they either disbanded or they just don't make music no more. But I listened to it and I still show my support. Um, but yeah, yeah, for yours, like I just sat down. I was like, you know what, dude? Like I'm going to just go through my yearbook which was in middle school and then just listen to your music while mm. i do that huh. so there's some there's some times where i'm like damn this is really good you know and then there's some lyrics i just catch or i'm just like hella laughing you know because yeah. <laughs> it's just you know it's the lyrics that that you make and you know me that when you say some some stuff i just start laughing but a lot of it's good man i, I told commies about it i showed them mapping <clears throat> i was like dude have you listened to jp's music he's like not in a long time like dude like listen to all the songs and dude this is dope you know and there's some of his, stuff, <laughs> some of his voice changing is hella funny too like you're you're it's a mixture of emotions man because you're you're listening to it and it's like some stuff's funny some stuff is deep and then some stuff is like whoa you know like like you're saying a lot of vocabulary and a lot of lyrics that have so much background behind it you know yeah so that was good man i, I listened to all your songs in one day i remember that's crazy I well know. you listen to the older songs but in a in those are kind of more pure in a way. Like the less I know about making music, the more raw the music is that I make. And um, there's something that was very childish and playful about stuff that, I I mean, for a minute I was taking rapping a little seriously. And I think I got worse at it by doing that. But um, everything on SoundCloud is like, I mean... If I were to tell someone how I recorded it or where I recorded it, they'd yeah. be like, "Oh, you're not. You have no idea what you're doing." <laughs> yeah. Like I, I recorded stuff outside at parks a lot, uh-huh. and uh, just walking around with this microphone with the onboard mics, um, and I liked it, and it was fun. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's cool to me is like you were saying, listening to local people who you know, and being like, "Yeah, that guy's music. Like I know him," and I he created this thing it's beautiful yeah. yeah of course and um i feel that way about ape sam ruckus jay lori jay jay loray lorian um i only met him a couple of times but um the four e people especially it was cool like seeing somebody drop something and being like yeah i know this person and i like it mm-hmm. it's powerful yeah and it seems it seems like everybody <clears throat> everybody on campus knew who black jesus was you know I didn't really know his music. I mean, not his music, but just but his presence, his you presence, know? Yeah. His, 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 his b-boying, his energy. And it was yeah. like, 
Everyone was like, yo, yeah, you're from 40, right? I'm like, yeah. I was like, yo, welcome to Black Jesus. Like, some guy <laughs> I never even met, and he saw my 40 shirt, and I was like, dude, like, he doesn't go here. He's, 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 he's transferred, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of people loved him, <clears throat> which is pretty awesome because that dude's got so much good, positive energy, and he's always so positive. I've never seen him. I've only seen him, like, like, like moody once about, like, a personal issue at an event. Um, but, yeah, I do. Like, when I was... <clears throat> when I was listening to your music after, I was like, dude, like, because I know, I know I listen, like, you're some of your lyrics, you're just like, you know, I gotta hit delete on my rap sheets, you know, and all yeah, that. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, dude, like, this guy's like really, like, dedicated to his music because you have so many, how many, how many tracks do you have on SoundCloud? Like 50, 60? A lot. Yeah. So I'm just like, dude, like, like, this guy had the time to write these lyrics, get a beat, put it on. Um, put on a microphone and just start spitting, you know? I was like, dude, that, that's time and effort. I was like, dude, this guy really a lyricist, you know? Well, you know that's, what that's, that's what I thought. Is that the way I was living at the time was, um, like now, I have a lot of spare time. Like, even when I was tutoring, yeah, it's a job, but it's not really a, like, nine-to-five type of job. So um, I was in this halfway house, like, recovery house thing when I first moved to San Jose. Yeah. And... Um, there, uh, pretty much all I did was make music. Uh, besides, like, when we were at a meet, they would bring meetings, meeting people in for, like, NA or AA meetings, and we'd go to that. But that was, like, once every couple of nights. And for the most part, we just had dead time. Like, you know, you take your pills in the morning, you eat breakfast with everybody, mm-hmm. and then you go to your group activities, like, throughout the city. Yeah. And they, we would do counseling and, like, meditation stuff. But aside from that, like... That was our only job, was staying stable. So then for me, I was already like, like when I was younger, I was a super academic person. Like I cared a lot about grades. I studied hard. And then when I was there, I was kind of like, well, I don't have school to focus on. Yeah. Or nothing that's super challenging for me. Mm -hmm. So the music was really that challenge. It was like the music was my real job, like capturing the time. And um, it's enjoyable to make it, and it's enjoyable to listen to it afterward. So it's a win-win. No, definitely. Like, like looking over a finished product, and you're like, damn, this is dope, you know? Yeah. So I do for video editing. When I made my tenant video, I'm just like, this is dope, you know? It's not, it's not what I expected, expected, but it's close to there, you know? I'm just like, so you're saying 10-day video? A tenant. Tenet. The movie. Oh, right, right, the right. Movie. The movie. Right, yeah. right, right. We you check it out, man. You're, you'll be blown away. You're like, damn, what the heck? Tenet the movie. Yeah, it's something it's, uh, something you won't expect because Christopher Nolan, the director, he he changes the whole <clears throat> like aspect of like real time versus another world time. You know, it's mm-hmm. like someone will be next to you like across the screen and it's inversed. It's revert, like reversed. So yeah. there's an inverted and there's like a non-inverted world. There's two different worlds and it's it's insane and I got inspired and I created it. It was a school project. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have made it if it wasn't a school project. I'm like, oh, you can make any video you want. I was like, I always wanted to make a video like that. Mm. So yeah, man, doing that, it, video editing is time consuming. You can make a minute and 30 second video and it'll take almost a full day wow. or countless of hours. So. <clears throat> yeah, I is that f- video available on YouTube or something? Yeah, it's on my Facebook, it's on my Instagram, it's on my TikTok. I don't really use TikTok. I only use TikTok when I post something I make, you know? Okay. Um, What's your Instagram name? 
uh, my well, the main one for people to see it's it's Jacob Denna. It's Jacob Denna. Yeah, okay. so on TikTok and Instagram, it's it's there for people to see, and I feel like I, I feel like I did a good job. I mean, shout out to the person who recorded me moving in backwards. You know, yeah. that's pretty much what I did. If you look at it, everything I do is backwards. Like I walk backwards, the actions I do are backwards. Um, for example, like I'm longboarding and a car is going um, like going past me, but I have to make it I have to revert it to make it look like it's it's um, the car's going backwards and I'm moving forward. Yeah. So what I did was um, a car goes forward, but I have to longboard backwards while facing my opposite side, which was really tough to do. So. I was pretty. I was pretty happy. People said, like, "How'd you do that with a skateboard? Like you're going yeah. forward and the cars are moving back. How'd you do that?" I was like, "Dude, <laughs> every movement I have to do backwards. Yeah. Like, like, I, like I was doing a backwards motion right um, next to the light rail, mm-hmm. and the thing almost freaking hit me because I didn't notice it. Like it was strolling, and I'm like right here, wow, walking backwards. And I'm sure the driver's like, "What the hell is he doing?" You know. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, dude. I mean, looking over something you you worked hard for and you put the time and effort and you produce it like you may not get a lot of views but like in your mind like damn this is this is this is good yeah i often feel like damn this is good and then i come back to it later and i'm like damn this is good when i finish yeah then i come back to it and i'm like oh i should have done this differently it's always like i should have done this always now that that i i see it from a bird's eye view yeah it's not really as dope as I thought because it has all these mistakes in it. Exactly. It's kind of like a life choice too, you know? Like you think of something back a year ago, like, like, um, like, dang, maybe I should have went to this event or dang, I, maybe I should have said yes to this, you know? Yeah. Like it's always, it's always going to be like that. And that's why in my mind, I'm like, damn, if I went back in time, I would have done this different, you know? Yeah. But it's cool to have like products that you can view. It's like, okay, this is a done thing. It's finished. I can look at it. Even if I am going to critique it as I look at it, yeah. I still have something to look at. And you can have, like, each project you do can mark the times. It's like, okay, this is where I was at this point. And mm-hmm. this is evidence of that, of that moment. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, I never made music, but I always sing cover songs. Yeah. And I feel like the, the positive thing is you memorize the lyrics and you sing it over the, the, the beat instrumental. And that's that's what I do in open mics, you know? Like yeah. I'll do cover songs and I'll uh, I'll sing it to a crowd, you know? Same thing I did for um, for battle rap <clears throat> for like what half, half a year. Um, I just wanted to try it. And it's just like... It's like roasting somebody is not something I do in front of them, yeah. but it's like I'm, I'm a huge battle rap fan. You know, I've I've traveled to the Philippines for it, mm. and yeah, that's where it started. And <clears throat> so you know, I want to try it. So it's it's cool to to come up with words to roast another person, and it's cool to produce it. But some stuff is like, okay, this might not. This is this probably didn't work out or. Um, in my heart, I just felt like roasting that person. Just it wasn't a good feeling, you know. Like my last battle was in 2020 before COVID hit. Like the dude flew from Texas, mm. <laughs> and I had some lines from him about Texas and uh, and his woman. Mm. And turns out that he brought his woman and his kid with them. Uh. So I turned around to her and I'm just like, look. 
before this battle starts, I got to apologize if I yeah, say some yeah. stuff about you. I'm like, no, oh, don't apologize. That's part of battle rap, which is true. You know, you, you could say whatever you want. And as long as you're, you know, there's some stuff you got to watch out. You can't be, you know, can't use the race card or anything. Um, or anything that's a sensitive topic that you know you might get uh, bashed for it. But, I mean, honestly, when it comes to, like, hey, I want to try this, you just go for it, man, you know? Yeah. I mean, I got goals, too, that I want to do is, I mean, what's preventing me is just these this life that we're living in with having to pay bills. You have to focus on your education, make time for family, make time for friends. And then... um yeah, man, just whatever hobby times you have, just an hour or so a day, it pays off. So you were saying uh, you went to the Philippines? Yeah. How did that happen? What's that? Man, so long story short, uh, high school, <clears throat> I got to hip-hop with some friends, and we started freestyling a lot. And we had a group chat, just me of us, my shout-out to my friend Jeremiah and Subban from high school. And... One of them sent me a video. It was like, hey, this is what a real rap battle looks like. And I never knew what it was, you know? I don't even know what a rap battle was. Well, I mean, I, you know, 8 Mile, of course, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> the freestyle rap battles. But when it comes to Rin stuff, like, he sent me these these two guys from the Philippines that in this battle league just started, and this guy named Protege was roasting this guy so hard. And, and I was <laughs> I was like, damn, this guy is some, this guy's talking shit, dude. Like, he said something like... Um, Oh, man. He said, uh, he says, you know, um, you know, get a rapping starter kit. Or he says, uh, I'll leave your face all bloody like a woman's napkin monthly. I'm like, damn. I'm like, dude, I would never come up with that. But he said some, he said some stuff, dude. I was just like, dude, this is, this is funny. This is entertaining, you know? It's hell entertaining. Yeah, he was saying some dude. He was real. He was roasting. And the other guy, he was cool too because he referenced a lot of uh, anime, cartoons, Mortal Kombat, yeah. and I got that stuff. You know, like I understood everything he said. Um, he said some Johnny Cage line. And he said some uh, Ash uh, Pikachu. Um, yeah, so he he did some references like I kind of understand that, but you know the crowd they're from the Philippines, so sometimes they might not understand some of the lines. But yeah, the guy protege dude he was kicking his ass and he he freestyled too, which was pretty cool. And I just got hooked, man. Like I started watching more battles. I was following their I was following the the events that they were doing. And towards high school, I just started becoming like a hip hop head. Yeah. Um, and then they did Tagalog battles, which is their language in the Philippines. I just started watching, and I can't understand it, but I watched for the entertainment. <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny. So they did that for – they did both languages for a couple of years, and they stopped doing English because I guess they, they couldn't find <clears throat> the, the amount of people to continue it. So they, they stopped it. They did Tagalog battles, and I just kept watching and watching it, and then I started becoming fans of them at favoritisms and all that. And when I first started De Anza, that's when I really got hooked. Like I would watch it every time I was at Deanza, like on a break and then the MCC building, I was upstairs watching it on my phone and I remember they had a tournament and I, my favorite was on that. He was in the finals and I was watching in the cafeteria and when he lost, I was like in shock, you know, I'm like, I yelled, I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, I didn't bring attention, but I was like, what? But anyway, dude, um, I said, you know what? One day I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there and watch it. Cause I've been oh, a fan. Not to compete, to watch them. Yeah, just to watch yeah. it. Just to watch them 
see these people I've seen on camera for years and go see them. And I, I did that. I sold my Chevy Blazer because it was just dying wow. on me. Yeah, half of it was for the Philippines trip, and then half of it was just spending money. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't really need a truck, man. Like I wasn't going around places. So I sold my truck. I'm like, dad, like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to go to the Philippines. They thought I was crazy going there alone. Yeah, that not does knowing, seem crazy. Not knowing what's going over there. And when I finally went there to the event, dude, it looked just like it was on camera. I met all the artists there. I kept in touch with some of them before I went there. I'm like, Hey, I'm from America. I've been a huge fan for years can I get an autograph or a picture? Like, yeah, yeah, come through, man. And sure enough, my favorite guy, he saw me and I said his name and he took me backstage with all the, all the rappers, the, the battle rappers. And I was like in shock, dude. I was like, dude, this is you. <laughs> you yeah. guys have been seeing on YouTube. You guys have millions of views and fans. Like it's such an honor. And they were so happy, dude. Cause they're, especially the host. He's like, dude, we never got a foreigner from any country to come here on their own will to fly over here and watch an event. I'm like, dude, it's just that's just how it's just faith, man. It's just how it was. And that's crazy. So you really love battle rap, written battle rap. Yeah, written battle rap, freestyle, hip hop. I think it's just I think hip hop is just taking me to um different different categories, you know, that just got my interest and that's how I started that's how I joined 4E because I just love hip hop. I wasn't a singer. I wasn't an artist. I wasn't a beat maker, you know, I, I mean I love to be an organizer. I love to organize events and all that, which I did. I hosted the, I hosted a battle three battle rap events at Dianza. Mm. I never thought I would do that because I envisioned it before I joined for you. I'm like, I'm gonna host a battle rap one day, and I did. And that was after you had already been to the Philippines. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was probably two times already. Yeah, people were the people are super nice. The food is good. Everything's cheap there. You you get treated like royalty from from the artists because I think they're really appreciative me going over there because the flight tickets they're not cheap they're not cheap at all in the hotels and the the food you I'd be probably spending like fifteen hundred for that whole trip and that's just a week and a half yeah so yeah man that's the story and I've I've made so many good friends there and I want to go back and they're they're asking me to go back like, hey Jago when you're coming back I'm like dude. I was 2020 in March. They had a, they had the biggest hip hop event. Flip Top was what it was called, the Battle League, and they had a hip hop event was th was three days, I believe, two days, and they had all the artists that I followed and I wanted to see live for the longest time. And then that's when COVID hit. I had my I had my my flight booked, and I got scared, man. I didn't go, and I totally regret it. Mm. But um, that's a story, man. I. Still want to go again and see all my people, all the people that I that I love there. They're like my family, you know. Yeah. So another question. This is a little off, but I skate here. I'm still like a little bit of a skater. Uh -huh. You like Volcom? Yeah. Well, what is what is the backstory on the Volcom and you? Uh, why did you pick Volcom to put by your name as an artist? I chose Volcom because in high school Tilly's, which is a store in in some malls. That was my that was my favorite store to go to. It's always it always has been skate shop. Yeah, skate shops like you can say Zoomies, Vans, but Tilly's was one of them because Tilly's had a, a variety of different brands. They had they had Volcom, they had um, they had some Vans there. They had Hurley's there. Um, there was one called um, I forgot a gun. It was like a gunmetal uh, logo. 
but they had they had they had so much good stuff there. And Volcom, something about Volcom was their designs mainly, because Volcom is the black and white diamond, <clears throat> and they their designs were like the best. That's why I wear them. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about Volcom was like the more you wash it, the more like kind of wear down it gets. Like yeah. you, you wash it so many times, like it looks like you're wearing a V neck. You know. <laughs> Honestly, bro, like the neck, the neck just starts sinking down. <laughs> That's just, just a person. reminder. No, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8 p.m. is students only. It's their, their rule. Um, but no, dude, like, yeah, that's the only thing I didn't like about Volcom. And they they wear down. So, like, every time I have to wear the shirt, I have to I have to, I have to pull the back shirt back so this can go up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the front can go up. But, yeah, I just – I loved Volcom. And I started – I bought so many shirts. <clears throat> I wish I, I, I would have kept them to show people – Whoever the whoever the art designer was during the, those times, man, that was the best. Those were the best years, like twenty two thousand and seven through two thousand and I want to say twelve. Like no, no, probably to thirteen or fourteen. Those were the days where th- those logos were like the best. Like you see diamonds all over, lots of colors, and it was like so eye opening, you know. And so that's why I chose. That's why I chose Volcom. And years go by, and <clears throat> I remember. I first started SJC in 2018 in fall. Me and my father, he, he took me shopping to go Volcom at Livermore Outlet. And I bought so much stuff there. I bought a backpack. I bought the socks. I bought the the pants, the shirts. They had a dress shirt there. So I was all decked out. Yeah. And <clears throat> the word Volcom on my name, my, my username sometimes is just like, I just, let's see, I have Volcom right here. It's just. So um, your name is Volcom Jacob? Yeah, you can say you can. Say, I mean, you can say Volcom Jacob. Um, my gamer name now is Positive Citizen. I just changed that recently because, you know, I just like to keep things positive with people. You know, and yeah. I think bringing people together in a video game community when everyone's busy, I feel like it just brings more positivity and more joy to others. So, and the citizen is just you know, I'm just a citizen and. There was actually a band from the Bay Area named Positive Citizens. They're not a band no more. It was like a while back. And they played some good music there. And I was like, you know what? Like, I like that name too. So I just use it as my my gamer name. But yeah, back to the Volcom. I mean, I was like, you know, I want to work there one day. And I did in 2020 during COVID. Worked there for a year and got so many discounts. And at what store? The Great Mall, Great Mall Great Volcom. Mall, Volcom. <clears throat> and it was, I think the coolest part about it was I talked to the general manager of one of the Volcom headquarters. So I wanted to make a shirt named Volcom Jacob, which I did. And I wanted to make a poster, like a, um, like a, what's, what's the thing on, on word? There's like, there's wide and then there's like portrait or landscape, whatever. Um, so it was like a wide poster. It says Volcom Jacob behind my, um, desk, which was pretty cool. So yeah, that's that's just that's just where it starts, man. Like a clothing brand just to characterize who I am. I think that's pretty cool. And it's a skate brand, and you like myself are involved in the skate world and the hip hop world. Yeah. 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 I mean I would love to know I would love to know how to skate more. I mean I know how to just like glide and skate around, but when it comes to like doing flips and jumping off stairs and hopefully in the future do some mega ramps, like I'd be yeah. down to I mean I know it's risking your body from inj- for injuries, but I mean, you got to try it, you know? Yeah. 
I wish I would have learned uh, vert stuff, like yeah. using ramps and bowls. But I started off street skating, which is just doing tricks on the sidewalk, jumping on and off curves, yeah, uh, jumping stairs, uh, building ramps, I guess. So, but I, everything that I did was like in the street category. And I think knowing about how to use bowls and ramps, yeah, half pipes properly, I think that lasts longer. It might be like damaging to your joints, but like you're just going with the flow. It seems like closer to surfing and snowboarding than landscape or street skating is. Yeah. And it's it's funny too because when you see like skid marks on like any concrete stuff that has like stairs or something, like that's skater mark right there, you know? It is. That's like marking their territory like, yo, skaters are out here doing their thing. Grinding poles and shit. Yeah. And I remember remember, uh, like – four or five years ago i remember i used to i was in a phase where i just started watching skaters versus humans you know because because <laughs> they don't they never like them skating in their property or yeah. damaging stuff and some skate some skaters got treated like unfairly too like some they, they got attacked for it cops were just being dicks about it and I remember one of them, like two of these skaters were trying to escape, like play hide and seek with a security cop at Kmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, that's, yeah. But yeah, man, skating is just, uh, you know, I, I I was a big fan of Tony Hawk games. I think that's where it started. That's definitely where it started for me. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 and 3. Tony Hawk Underground 1. <clears throat> Underground, yeah. And no, then, 2. Underground 2? I don't know. I think, I think 2. And there was a PS2 one. It was called Amer- All-American something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I ended up, so I started uh, playing video games with my older brother. And we, sp- we played Tony Hawk and mm-hmm. racing games and stuff. But then once I started skating, I pretty much stopped playing the video game. And then, so anything video games, I'm like, talk to my brother about that. I have no idea. Yeah. I feel like every kid growing up should should have some video games in them, you know, because there's there's so much there's so much to enjoy as a kid. I know it's electronic. I know it's like it's kind of different now because kids nowadays have app games on their tablets and they have a switch. But my dude, like back in our days in the early two thousands, like these games were just so childhoodish, you know. And the best part about it was, you have all these two thousand and nineteen nineteen hundred bands playing behind the games, you know. Like you have Rob Zombie, you have Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, Cypress Hill. Um, you had all these bands, bro. Pod. Um, there's the list goes on, man. And <clears throat> music and video games together is what creates that childhood, you know. Mm. And I mean, movies, movies as well, but I'm talking about me for video games. Like it's just the game itself. And then the music that was playing in the background. That's how, yeah. like, that's how we just developed it. Like, oh, you know, you knew Cypress Hill when you were 10 years old or eight years old. Like who taught you this? I'm like, dude, it was in the game, you know? Yeah. Like you can't blame me because Twisted Metal 4 had Cypress Hill in it uh, and Rob Zombie. And I was like, dude, that's, and then wrestling, WWE. I grew up with WWE, so... Wouldn't it be cool to have your music or have have some music that you, where you know the creator, have that in a video game? That'd, That'd be, be wild. That would like be Like Sam Ruckus in a video game. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> a fighting game. Probably. I'm trying to yeah, say like Tekken. Man, what's a, what's a good Sam Ruckus song you put in there? Um, 
because it's got to be intense. I know Sam Burgess got a lot of intense songs, but when it comes to like adrenaline rush and fighting, um, I know yeah. Fade. Uh, I know two of his songs off the top of my head are Fade and Window. I love Fade. Fade's one of my favorite songs. I don't believe in God, but still I pray. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the violin behind it is really good. I love that. But for Tekken, I want to say like um, there's this one where he just goes off because I remember seeing it live. But um, yeah, I could definitely see a Sam Ruckus being in a Tekken. You know, you can all, you can actually do that. Like I remember Tekken Tag Tournament 2, the one before Tekken 7. I had a friend who modded their PS3 to have their own soundtracks in the game level. Mm. Wait, before you go on, what is Tekken? You know what Tekken is? No. Tekken is a, is a fighting game. Um, you have guys like uh, Hayachi, um, Jin, Devil Jin, Ha-Rang, who's my favorite character. You have King. He's got like a lion head on. Mm. None uh, of these are ringing a bell. But. Oh, man. Tekken is such a... It's my favorite fighting game, man, because Tekken is like... Even Snoop Dogg made a song about Tekken because mm. uh, it's that popular. It's got it still has tournaments nowadays, and it's one of my favorite fighting games. And I feel like it's it's like one of the best because of course you got Street Fighter, you got um, Marvel versus Capcom, but I think I feel like Tekken is like that is the top one. Mm. Yeah, man. Um. Video I can see skating and hip hop. Yeah, I I know what. Have you ever played a? Have you ever played Jet Set Radio Future? The song. The game. The game. No. So you it, said Future, so I was guessing that was a song. <laughs> so pretty much, Jet Set Radio is a is a is a rollerblading game. Okay. In two thousand and two, I think, and that was so hip hop, you know, because. They, the songs they played there, the, the the intro, everything was hip-hop based. And a lot of it mostly was graffiti art. I mean, it was vandalism because you're, you're, street, you're street gang rollerblading and spraying, but you're actually doing graffiti art on walls. But the, the, the music behind it, the DJ, um, you, could just, you could just feel the hip-hop in that game. And yeah. that's what I, that's, I wish there was more of that like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is an interesting point that the music in video games is very influential on the people. It is on kids. It is, man, and I don't think kids will kids will get that nowadays, man. Like, you'll get some rap, a lot of rap on a Madden game, where you get a lot of uh, just sounds in a game. You know, you won't actually get actual artists in a video game. Not that I can think of. You can say like Call of Duty. I can't even think of. Uh, uh, a mainstream song on that game nowadays. Mm. Everything is just sound based, which is, I mean, it's not, it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it makes the game good, but I'm just saying like back then people were just, the video game creators were just throwing mainstream artists in the, into their games. And that was the best, that was the best thing ever. But Tony Hawk, like Tony Hawk one golf, uh, uh, Goldfinger, the band, um, when they, the Superman song, <clears throat> that was like one of my favorite songs growing up and I saw them live playing that song finally and I was like damn dude this brings back like kids won't kids won't know who these guys are mm. kids won't understand Tony Hawk pro skaters or um yeah it's just and these cartoons cartoons as well yeah I feel like I feel like I feel like we I feel like we all grew up as a, at the the best time the best moments because I feel like if you grew up now with these video games 
it just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem the same because everything's like 4K and everything's so high def, you know? Yeah, but you can always make that argument. Every generation thinks that they had it, that what they had might be more precious than what's coming. Yeah, you could be right because, like, my dad's age, you know, they had Atari, Sega, um, all the all the older generation games, like oh, arcades, you know, yeah, like Centipede, Galaga, Pac Man. Like that was their generation, and don't get me wrong, dude. Like I love those games. Those games are really cool. Yeah, video games. I was never that into video games except Tony Hawk, and then I phased out of it, as I said before. But it's mm-hmm. interesting to hear what gamers have to say about that because it seems like you're a zombie when you're playing video games. You're glaring at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Just hacking at this controller, <clears throat> grunting, mm-hmm. yelling at the screen, talking shit to each other. Yeah, those were the but best days, man. From the outside, that doesn't look all that appealing. No, it doesn't. But I mean, it is a good experience. I keep hearing so. Yeah, it's 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 that's just the way of. I feel like growing up as a teenager doing that. Just were you ever into Fortnite? <clears throat> yeah, when uh when it first came out. I played it with 4E because we had a group. Yeah. That was never good. I mean. What I, is Fortnite? One of my roommates used to play all night. I yeah. just remember him screaming, yeah. Like, <laughs> build, build, build. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Give me that gold shotgun. I remember him screaming more than I remembered what he was screaming. Drop the gold scar. Yeah. What's the objective? You build something and then you attack each other? <clears throat> Pretty much it's, it's, a, it's a battle royale. Um you start off, you skydive, you pick whatever spot you want to go, collect guns, clumps, and you have like a little pickaxe, kind of like Minecraft, hmm. where you got to crush metal, wood, steel to collect as much as you can so you can build yourself in case someone attacks you and you got to use that material to block yourself or build your way up to get a height advantage. Like the reference on Star Wars 3, like, oh, I have the high ground. Like yeah. that's the advantage of Fortnite because you're – you're shooting down your opponent. But pretty much it's like a battle royale. Last man standing wins. Um, you have like a, a barrier shield where it starts closing by the minute yeah. and you have to stay inside the barrier or else you'll lose health and eventually die. Which is, that's how people, that's how to end the game quicker. But no, Fortnite, Fortnite has evolved, man. Like when I first started playing Fortnite, like you would have to really grind out to win, you know. Nowadays yeah. you can use a, a flying car, shopping carts, uh, boosters. Um, you can do so much stuff. Like it's, it makes the game more interesting and fun. But back when we used to play it, when I had the 4E group, like everything was from scratch. Like you would have like a jump pad, a parachute, but you wouldn't have like all these stuff like cars and all that. Yeah. It's a good game. It's still, it's still popping, you know, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like I got nephews playing that. Yeah. All right. I think it might be time for me to wrap things up. With yeah. the most important question in the, the universe. The most important question in the universe. Run or flee? Run or flee? Good one. I would run. That's right. 
Thank you for your time, man. Thank you. with a barometer not a day without chef and mass negligence don't trust what i say check the evidence it all depends on the mold you were shaped in what you make from the leaves that you rake in either you get it or you don't either it's burnt bread or it's toast either a wavelength or a note either a joke or a real quote either use it or lose your vote strawberry blueberry one berry, two berry That's a snack, blackberry, hey Do I really want the stem or the cherry? Not the most musical, more Dr. Seussical All my work's useless until a chef's funeral I'm a nuisance, the proof's in the juices Used to spread soups, now I'm writing like Newton She's smoking estrogen and progesterone Popped it in the vape, took it to the dome I might hit the testosterone Chef's cut dopamine with the serotonin I can't tame it if it's too tame I can't name it, it's a new name Left right when the life came Every night play the dice game Draw the lines through the right planes Is it mean if I don't mean it? What's a fucking mean mean to a deviant? And not to diss you, but you stop chefing I don't miss you, I have no tissue Strawberry, blueberry One berry, two berry That's a snack, blackberry, hey Do I really want the stem or the cherry? I keep it one more than a thousand I see these sheep charged up, keep it grounded Somebody show these where the pound is I think the kitchen's getting crowded Same place, different state same shit the chefs love, the sheep hate. Keep my beats in a briefcase. Never cheap with the beefsteak. Nothing's free in that sweepstake. I think they're locked into the optics. I'm like the opposite. I'm like their compliment. I'd rather say a lot with a little. Sold the violin, got a fiddle. If you don't experiment, you don't walk. You want to talk, but are you really about the chalk? Then please shut the fuck up. Enough is enough. Cheap ass arguments get your tongue cut. Strawberry, blueberry. One berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? Do you really want the stem or the cherry? Do you really want the stem or the cherry?